2: and free gas. get that old beat up roof replaced now before the cold season hits just call amherst roofing for a free estimate 304 45 is the number 304-45-54 that's 304 45 call amherst roofing today waffles have been a part of the best breakfast of your life
0: waffles Tim Hortons brings that back with the Maple Waffle Breakfast Sandwich. Waffle sandwiches? Thanks, Tim's. Crispy, warm waffles with sweet maple flavor, freshly cracked egg, melty cheese, and sizzling sausage. For the new best breakfast of your life, try a Maple Waffle Breakfast Sandwich. Now at Tim Hortons. Get any breakfast sandwich free, plus $0 delivery when you order delivery on the Tim's app or online. Limited time, U.S. only. Service and small car fees apply. Details, restrictions at timhortons.com offer terms.
1: An important message from Medicare.
0: Medicare savings programs can lower your Part B premium from $170 to $0. With these programs run by your state, you could save on your premium, deductibles, and more, and your Medicare coverage will not change. If you're single with an income of $20,000 or less, or married with an income of $25,000 or less, it's worth it to see if you qualify. Call 1-800-MEDICARE and ask about Medicare savings programs.
1: Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Attention, do you suffer from severe fried chicken-related cravings? If so, Kentucky Fried Chicken's $6, two-piece drum and thigh combo may be right for you. The combo contains tasty chicken, creamy mashed potatoes, a flaky biscuit, and an ice-cold drink. Side effects may include more money in your wallet, happiness, and the urge to lick your fingers. Order KFC's two-piece drum and thigh combo in the KFC app for just $6. That's finger-licking good. Price and participation may vary. Limited time, offer, tax extra.
0: How do you make the most of your land? Shaw does it behind the wheel of a John Deere 1025R compact tractor. And
1: he can do just about anything because... I make
2: the herd take the shape that I want it to take.
1: But the Hubbard's use their 1025R because... We really are trying to create this homestead. There are millions of ways to make the most of your land. How will you make the most of yours? Nothing runs like a deal.
2: Get a one-series tractor for just $124 per month at your John Deere dealer today. For additional cost information, please call toll-free 855-633-2315.
0: Bills fans, the Caesars
1: Sportsbook Truck Tour is coming to town. The ultimate tailgating machine will be at Highmark Stadium Sunday and Monday, and you're invited to tailgate like a Caesar. TVs, food, giveaways, and more. And don't miss the special Titans
0: Bills bonus on the Caesars Sportsbook app. If you're a new user, bet $20 or more on Monday night's game, and if you win, you'll get a $100 free bet on top of your winnings
1: must be 21 and physically present in new york valid for new users only and must register with eligible promo code applies to first wager of twenty dollars or more and qualifying game only free bet awarded only if wager is settled as a win and must be used within 14 days see caesars.com slash promos for full terms what's your retirement look like with fidelity income planning a dedicated advisor can help you create a flexible income strategy to grow and protect your wealth so you can stop worrying about the future and enjoy whatever comes next investment minimums apply fidelity brokerage services member nyse sipc
0: I'm Shanola Hampton. I support the Feeding America network of food banks because they help provide over 6 billion meals to people in need each year. Learn more at feedingamerica.org. Sports Radio 550 WGR Buffalo and WKSE HD2 Niagara Falls Buffalo, 98.5 FM.
1: An Odyssey Station.
0: You're listening to Sports Talk Saturday live from the Dunn Tire Studios. Dunn
2: Tire. It's a done Deal. WGR Sports Radio 550.
0: The official voice of the Buffalo Bills. WGR Sports Radio 550 and WGR550.com. This is a Paddock Chevrolet Sports Update.
1: Bills host the Titans this Monday. One more injury report to go that will be available today. We'll keep you posted right here on WGR when we have it. Currently, Ed Oliver, Dane Jackson, Tim Settle are on it. We are keeping an eye on them. They did not practice at the most recent walkthrough on Friday. Practice going on right now. Dane Jackson, a full participant today. Tim Settle dressed for practice, but taking it easy at Oliver, not in pads. Injury updates. Sound from head coach Sean McDermott. Sal has all of it over at our website WGR550.com. Sabres hockey active. The prospect challenge underway at Harbor Center. The Sabres will face the New Jersey Devils tonight and we will have that prospect action for you live on the air. Paul Hamilton and Brian Koziel on the call. Brayton Wilson has the updates on our website too, of course. College football Saturday today. Number one Georgia at South Carolina. Number six Oklahoma is at Nebraska. Those getting underway shortly. Penn State and Auburn in the three o'clock hour. One baseball note, L Albert hit home run number 689 in the Cardinals' 6-5 win over the Reds. That's our Paddock Chevrolet update with you for the extra mile. I'm Corey Griswold at Sports Talk Saturday with Derek Kramer on WGR Sports Radio 550.
0: WGR Sports Radio 550 presents...
1: I want to take a moment to just say some heinous things about the uh, Tennessee Titans. Sure. Sports Talk Saturday. They are never a fun team to watch. Nope. They they play like they're in the 1980s. Their home run forward pass was a joke. That's right. I'm glad that they were one yard short, and their head coach has a punchable face. Oh,
0: super punchable.
2: Throws it downfield looking for Diggs. Diggs stops, and he makes the catch, and he's in the end zone. Touchdown, Buffalo on Diggs.
0: On WGR Sports Radio 550.
1: Welcome back, our 2 Sports Talk, Saturday after a guest-filled first hour. We get to open things up to you guys once again. Welcome in as Derek Kramer, Corey Griswold, no Nate Geary today, uh, but we do get a lot of hating on the Tennessee Titans for you this afternoon as the Bills take on Tennessee on Monday Night Football for the home opener. Let's get it! So, I got a couple more tweets as we... Uh, as we talked with John Price in the last segment, we talked to Greg Thompson, we talked to Matt Beauvais, we talked to John Price. We got all of those. So uh, when they're up and ready on demand at WGR550.com, be sure to listen. In the first hour, that was just guest-filled, power-packed, everything ready to go. And Greg and Matt happy to give us why they hated the Tennessee Titans as well. So while we were while we were away, though, on break, got a couple more tweets. And, Corey, I'm going to need that beautiful music back because we're going to do it. I have the list. (laughs) I have the list of, and on the top of it, it says, why the Titans are stupid and I hate them. Here we go. Number one, I already said this one, but it's worth saying again. They are the most boring team in the NFL, like a plain ham sandwich. Never great, never truly terrible, though. Just meh. Boring. Boring. Like ordering a plain ham sandwich. Number two, for some unknown reason, though, the Bills have a 4-in-12 record against them since they've moved to Tennessee. What the hell? What kind of luck streak do the Titans have since moving from Houston? Oh, speaking of the word Houston, say the name Bud Adams in Houston, you get yourself a free trip to the hospital. That's fun. Also speaking of moving... They chose to destroy one of the cleanest uniform looks in the National Football League's history for some gargled mess with a logo that looks like a meteor that was just, like, carved with by a four-year-old. A creative franchise-looking uh, looking logo right there. Yeah, real creative. Like, um, you took something to help design that. Like the- a graphic design course. <laughs> yes, like... <laughs> Because graphic design is your passion if you design the Tennessee Titans logo. Speaking of the uniforms, number five. Their current uniforms, they're a hideous mis- mishmash of modern style XFL jerseys, and they're always terrible uniform design since they became the Titans. Seriously, that navy blue helmet? Ew. Just, Ew, ew, ew. ew, ew. It's a terrible shade of blue. It's a terrible shade of blue. Which is uh, Too many teams used it. The Bills realized it and went back, and they were like, okay, yeah, no, we shouldn't do that. Which is unforgivable, because Tennessee's flag has the right shade of blue. Like, it's in their state flag. They screwed it up. It's right there the whole time. Yeah, they have two different shades of blue, and they don't use yeah, the proper yeah, one. Yeah, right. They have two shades of blue, and each is wrong. It's like the St. Louis Blues having three different colors of blue, but at least they're the blues. <laughs> <laughs> The Bills four wins, by the way, have seen Buffalo score no more than twenty points. When they win, it's boring and terrible. When they lose, it's horrifically frustrating. It's great. We love it. I hate it. We love it's it. It's so it's so evil. The stupid Titans offense, we're on number seven, by the way. The stupid Titans offense operates like it's the nineteen eighties. Nothing against you if you watched football in the nineteen eighties. But if I want to see a full house formation in the NFL, I'll watch it on VHS. You know what? I'm you know what I'm gonna make it personal. If you watched not football in the eighties, it's your fault. <laughs> It's your fault I got to put up with this garbage. Because if you had just turned it off, no, no, they no. wouldn't be doing this now. No, no. no. The thing is, is, that it's fine for back then. That's like that's why I will not bequeath you or mock you if you watch football in the 1980s. Like that's fine. Yeah, was, I don't need to see it again anymore. It, it was great when quarterbacks couldn't move and yes. smoked six packs a day. No, it wasn't great. <laughs> I don't care. So the reason though that they're op- able to operate like the 1980s is because they are blessed with a test tube baby by the name of Derrick Henry and it's a horrifying combo of speed and power. Um, Look, sometimes you gotta give it to somebody, and the problem is the Titans have Derrick Henry. So, of course, they're gonna operate like that because that's their best course of action. Why? Because their quarterback is Ryan Tannehill. When Andy Dalton was no longer the starting quarterback for the Cincinnati Bengals... The new threshold for average was created, and that person was Ryan Tannehill. If you were worse than Ryan Tannehill, you don't have a starting quarterback in the NFL. If you had a player that was better than Ryan Tannehill, congrats, you made it. You're at least upper mid. A a hand coming down from the heavens and touching... Uh, Ryan Tannehill on the head and making the Mendoza line come to life yes. as an actual real person. Exactly. Like it, in the NFL, it was the Andy Dalton threshold of average. Now it's Ryan. Now, not even this year. It's not even Ryan Tannehill. Tannehill's worse than what he was as the threshold of average. He's an optical illusion of what the threshold of average. Oh, is. Oh, this one's personal for me because they traded for Robert Woods and he got like two targets. Hashtag free Bobby Trees. They, they did that. They did my man dirty. Yeah, my man Robert so Woods. So dirty. dirty. So why did he have to go to anywhere but the Tennessee? Like, why did he have to go to Tennessee? Like, well, literally listen, anywhere else. If he's committing a heist, if he's taking some money <laughs> off their hands, like, I re- deeply respect that. Like, if he's going to literally not have to work to get paid decently by the Tennessee Titans, fifth column. He's doing the- he's doing some good, good work here. For Hashtag free Bobby Trees. Number 11, and this one you heard in the intro. Mike Vrabel is one of the most arrogant, punchable faces on the planet Earth and in the entire Milky Way galaxy. Intergalactic criminal Yes Mike (laughs) Mike Frabel He just sounds like a jerk He looks like a jerk I don't like you I'd probably get destroyed But I'd want to smack your face One good season like one good season as the Titans last year, and everything else has been kind of eight and eight. He's keeping that Jeff Fisher magic alive. Oh my, spe- quietly. Speaking of, their longest tenured coach in franchise history was said master of seven and nine himself, Jeff Fisher. Lame. So this is kind of like the uh, Mandela effect. He actually <laughs> never really went seven and nine all that much. His most of his records are like eight and eight or nine and seven. I don't know how seven and nine stuck with him. He ha- he had a seven and nine year at exactly the right it. time because he said it. He said on hard knocks. I'm not going bleeping seven and nine again. <laughs> I guess because he he rarely did. He leaned into the meme and he didn't even mean to. Twelfth winningest <laughs> coach all time, Jeff Fisher. By the way, yeah, and he did it with a bunch of mid and Steve McNair. Absolutely, and he's still only like seven games <laughs> over five hundred. Seriously. Uh, oh, back to Vrabel real quick. He's also a former Patriot from the Brady days, so just add another hater point on there. Right. Detective Lieutenant Mike Vrabel. Yes, it, go away, Vrabel. He's You're a cop such a jerk. Um, of course, number fifteen, that forever stupid Music City Ford pass. No, I will never say it the way it was nicknamed because it still wasn't a legal play, and I am willing to ignore the fact that the Bills probably wouldn't have made the Super Bowl anyway because of their insistence to start Rob Johnson over Doug Flutie. Home run throwback doesn't even make grammatical sense. So like that, I'm not because it's a throw forward. That's right. It, it doesn't make sense. Even, but even if you're throwing it back, and, that's not. And what Music it's City Miracle? No, it wasn't a miracle. It was just three blind mice all in stripes. Nobody calls a lateral. Oh, here comes a throwback. Nobody ca- says that. Like literally, nobody says that. So I don't know who made up the dumb phrase for it. but Also, and now to number 16, the Titans threw that path, losing in the most heartbreaking way possible in a Super Bowl, one yard short. Oh no, that sucks to suck. I mean that's not a bad thing about it. I enjoy it. No, I enjoy it's, it's I totally, great. but like it's just another hater point like haha. Ha. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> uh number 17 their late owner Bud Adams being a jerk face and flipping off the Bills during a blowout loss in Tennessee where we fans knew this team was awful because the Bills employed dictatron. The uh, uh, you got to love extremely rich people. Like just yeah. to, to be to just be, flipping off an entire football team and like they to still be that destroy petty. To still yeah. be that petty. And I am that petty. To the dearly departed because of the fact that he flipped off my favorite team. That's a shame. I mean the Bills deserved it. Oh yeah, like, they sucked. They were awful. Cowards. At <laughs> but, but at the time cowards. But, Yes, but at the t- like at the time they were terrible. That's okay. Like but again. Uh neither here nor there. Uh number eighteen. Um going back to uh lateral plays, by the way, in two of the last three games, not just the last one, in two of the last three games, they have attempted an illegal forward pass. No, you can't get away with it more than once. <laughs> it's true. Everybody's kind of looking for it, <laughs> but but also like nobody remembers it. Like nobody cares anymore. Like none of the guys on the team are from them. Nobody in the organization Have is that from team them. Wasn't even born. Ralph's dead. Like I don't know who you're doing it against. Like who is like the only people that remember it are in the stands. And why do you care? Like it doesn't matter. Like your rookies were not alive for this. Yet yeah, nobody knows Cut the significance. Like a, a guy on the team would probably go like, "Wait, why are we doing this? This seems out of place." What? what? Cut it out. Stop it. Why does Mike Vrabel care? Yeah, get some help. (laughs) Of course, the Bills should have beaten Jacksonville last year, duh. Uh, But the Titans got luckier because the 99% play of Josh Allen quarterback sneak managed not to work because Josh Allen slipped. Mickey Mouse franchise, Tennessee Titans. (sighs) You know, I, is Nashville on the list itself, the city of Nashville? No, I respect them in being a music hub. I do I, not. I don't like country music, so I can't bash them because I don't like something. I can bash them because I don't like them. They've taken something and turned it deeply artificial. Like, it is, it used to be, like the Grand Ole Opry's there, it used to matter. Like, But now it is is, it it is the bachelorette hub of the United States <laughs> in all the worst possible ways. It's like, just the woo girls all the that's time. That's right. Like, everybody, like, just all of the packed in rage that you you, withhe- you hold inside of yourself because you, you're a young woman in the United States and the things that happen to you. And it just all, all comes pouring out at the poor guy driving the bus as you're driving <laughs> around Nashville <laughs> who, drinking at least 14 bottles of wine per person. Like, it's ghastly. And it ain't the good wine either because that ain't what you pay the travel company no. for. You paid him for a halfway decent hotel that you will barely see because you're so intoxicated. Yes. That's what Nashville is. Nashville has become... It, 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 I, but, like, I haven't been there, so I don't really know. What uh, if I the can't... sewer system had a blood alcohol content of 0.20? Nashville ain't about the music. I love this segment because you're managing to bring even more into a haters list that has 21 points to it. Uh, (laughs) And of course, I mentioned Tennessee and Jacksonville. Uh, They play in the weakest division known to sports, and that includes the NFC least from a couple years back. The AFC South has been putrid for years now, and the Titans are just meh enough to get an automatic home playoff game because, it, because the Texans imploded. Um, Deshaun Watson's a terrible human being and shouldn't be on a football field. Indy keeps running an old man quarterback treadmill like they're spinning the tires, and the Jacksonville Jaguars have already claimed the first overall pick. Retract this division, stop forcing people to watch Tennessee Titans football where the tagline is, where the forward pass goes to die. Where the forward pass goes to die. Trademark pending. It's not... I get to to watch... I I get to spend an entire Monday night watching that team. Yeah, that's, that's the part that has managed to piss me off the most, is that now for fifth year in a row and the third straight in prime time, I have to watch the Tennessee Titans. I'm not even excited for like the grudge match aspect of it. I don't like I no. I don't want them on the schedule. Like we play Jacksonville every year. We play the Chiefs every year. That's you know what? I'll take Jacksonville. I'll take Jacksonville. Listen to the words I'm saying. I will watch Jacksonville Jaguars football. Ready on your bye week on the Bills bye week. What team would you like to watch? The answer is never the never Tennessee the Titans. Titans. How come never? they ha- Have they gone to London yet? They have. Okay. Can they're they a constant, they're constant on Thursday Night Football because Thursday Night Football is
2: typically, typically terrible.
1: Can Tennessee go to London and stay there? Can they? Yes. Please. A perfect franchise to give to England. They're so desperate to give one to London. They're desperate for it. God save the Queen. Here's th- the Titans. And you know what? The Jaguars can keep coming over because they're in the same division. Yes. So they get to still see the Jaguars, and we get Tennessee out of our lives. And all those uh, football fans can say, oh, man, I love this running game. It's so revolutionary. Start the game at 7 a.m. I don't have to watch it. Yes. Thank you. Game's over by 11. That's when I wake up. Fine. Because most importantly here, they lost to a rebuilding Giants team known as Bills Jr. With the Bills former offensive coordinator, the Bills former assistant GM, a former Bills starting offensive guard. Oh, and our backup quarterback broke the drought and managed to beat you in a boring game. And showed like one ounce of aggression. One ounce. Where they went for it on... Uh, they, they were just like, we're going for the win here. We got to. We're, we're going to do it. And if the Titans somehow make this a game on Monday night, I'm going to become saltier than the Rhodes in the winter. That's what I'm worried And about. Morton should invest in me because of how salty I am. So many people are going to be looking for blood. Yeah. I, I'm one, I am people. It, Hi. It's, it's like, the Bills are going to be fine. But even if it's close to start with or if it's frustrating. I, if it's, like, if it, if it goes the, the way the Rams game went. Like, I'm, I'm disappointed if, if it's not 42 nothing by halftime if it's 10 all at the half the exact same start like the amount of vitriol will be way worse than it was, I was nobody was nervous about the Rams game everybody felt good it's like yeah they're fine it'll be a, an, a completely different story oh we got another hater point Turn back the clocks 50 years on Twitter, saying you're reforgetting the fact that the team fan base paid click farms to win the first fan base poll on Twitter. Get over yourselves! Fake music, fake city, fake fans. Yeah, that's how it works. Unfortunately, real team that I have to watch again. Can't prove it. No, nope. no, I can prove I absolutely it. Absolutely refuse to. Like you it. said, it's the time that is invested that you will never get back. I will be the Kyrie Irving of the Tennessee Titans. <laughs> I don't believe they're real. I don't believe it. I'll start a whole Instagram page about it. it, it it's just that they are the worst franchise that there is. What if we did that? What if we just started an Instagram account and just said Tennessee, the Tennessee Titans aren't a real team. They're not real, and you can't prove the it. The New York, York just, Giants won a scrimmage last week, exactly, twenty-one to twenty. Literally took everything from the flat earther playbook and the anti vaxxer playbook, and just, just, but only to prove that the Tennessee Titans aren't a real team. I, yes, we just need to find our way to creating this. Uh, it's a as government a thing. op. <laughs> Birds aren't real. The Titans aren't real. One hundred percent. The Titans aren't real. I love it. Yeah, yeah. Because ready, they use the full house formation. The only way you could generate that is by spoofing it from other teams uh, from the past. That's how. Thank you, by the way, for that one about the uh, about the uh, Twitter poll. Uh, That was. I forgot how heinously stupid that was. Imagine being that insecure about your fan base that you paid to win a fan poll on Twitter. Listen, whatever you say, which you didn't win, by the way, because the Browns fans beat you out natural. Yeah, whatever. You- oh, and because we were pissed at you. Whatever you want to say about tour- fan Twitter polls, <laughs> as as a person who has made one this morning, <laughs> you, like you. Why are you, you paid, you're, paying? You're, why are you putting money on this you're man? You're paying don't, money. Please don't. Like use why? American money. I you paid you paid money out of your own pocket for like 4 seconds of gratification. I mean when we explain what the 2010s and 2020s were like and just be like, "Wait, people had money to do it." Yeah, listen, it was wild. There was a lot of free money Just around. because we had money does not mean that you should use it really? on a fan Twitter poll. Just like we teach about the roaring 20s. It was like, "Listen, <laughs> there was a lot of loose credit. <laughs> There's some real estate out in Tennessee. Some people made some bad decisions. There it is. The the haters ball for the Tennessee Titans. All in one segment. Why the Titans are stupid and why I hate them. Now he's going Jim Rome. That's how you know. That's how you know it's bad. I, of- just, I just wanted to rip up a piece of paper that said the Tennessee Titans on it. <laughs> said Tennessee, and I had to throw it out. Look yes. Because like, well, it belongs shirt. in the garbage like their franchise. <sighs> I just got to watch them on Monday night, and I really don't want to watch them on Monday night. You know the worst part about this is if they somehow manage to lose this game, this segment is going to go into the pits of hell. I mean, listen, I <laughs> that's not that's not going to happen the bills are fine i know it's just they're going to win every game it's it'll fine. it'll be my fault they're, the bills are going to go undefeated it's because i will because i dedicated 20 minutes to hating on the titans there's a million different ways the game goes frustrating <laughs> there's very few ways it goes wrong and that's a very yes. thi- but that like it's the home opener everybody wants to have fun and instead it's been replaced with like like if if they were just going to play the cardinals or if they were going to play like whatever Random NFL nondescript NFL franchise. The what's the NPC of the NFL? It can't be the Titans. Somebody else. What's a, what's an NPC franchise? It's just there and takes up space and nobody talks about it. Oh, them! I forgot about them. Might be the Jets, but we can't count the Jets because we play them in the division. No, the Jets are the comedy relief. Um, uh, let's see. The Broncos. Absolutely correct. So if the Bills were playing the Broncos at home as the opener, it'd be, whoa, Russell Wilson, check this out. But there's not that level of like that level of inner hate and inner grudge that can make the game unfun for you if it starts to get frustrating. Right? Yeah, the Titans are a villain. Right. You know, that, <clears throat> and like, if they played them later in the year at night, fine. Why started off with that kind of vibe of just, like, <laughs> kill, kill, kill? Like, it should be a celebration. Like, yeah. I want the game to be, and it can be. That possibility exists. If they, put, if they put the hurt on them, they beat the brakes off that car, like, it is a celebration. Oh, and everybody's my having God. It. I'm going to have so much catharsis from it. Exactly. Maybe even more so than they previously had had before if the game was just some other team. I'm just I am conscious of the risk of playing the Tennessee Titans <laughs> as the home opener, and it does not make me happy. Yeah, no, it's it's a crime on your eyeballs to have to watch the Tennessee Titans football where the forward pass goes to die. Listen to what Joe DiBiase has been saying on this station for a year and a half about them, right? Like, th- buddy, and, I've been starting this hatred since I got here, so, but and like all of that <laughs> comes to a head on Monday night. When it's like the weather's going to be halfway decent, probably after the rain goes away, it'll and like everybody's going to be like, "Here we go!" and everybody in the, in the stands are going to be like, "Here we go!" It's going to everybody's going to be on it at the tailgate. They close the schools because they can't get the buses anywhere yeah. because of how crazy it's Which, going to be. Smart call, by the way. And then everybody's going to go into that stadium, and everybody's going to be like. Okay it's the titans again don't do the titans thing i wanted to just be like no i don't they're gonna crush them they're just gonna kill who's ever in front of them oh yeah i i think that every time if it's the dolphins if they play the dolphins tonight instead of next week oh fever pitch it's fever pitch and there's no anxiety everybody's fully confident about right. it we all know the picture of josh because Allen the, looking at but the because this state, franchise history is a new york giants record uh in most years right um even it, if it's the Patriots. It makes you nervous. If they open at home against the Patriots tomorrow, based on how they beat them in the playoffs, there's none of this. No. There's none of this. No. The Titans still have that. that because right that. now, mm. right now you can actually laugh at the Patriots and what they've ended up becoming on offense. Stinks. Um, the Titans, it's just they managed to meh their way into games. that They have no business. That was something that our guests had said in the first hour. Derrick Henry, is he going to have a run of 50-plus yards, yes or no? I hope the hell not. See, that's not a no. That is you saying, like, you can see it happening in your skull, and I that's know. the problem. And that's why that's I hate them. That's the problem. That's why I hate them. That's why I dedicated this entire segment to hating on the Tennessee Titans. Because it's a realistic, stupid possibility. Just, I mean, listen, some people are like, well, you need this in sports. You need that. <laughs> not me. I'm, I'm an old man. I don't need this crap anymore. Like just I the Bills are good. Just let them be good. Wire to wire dominate. Adversity makes you stronger. No, it doesn't. It's adversity. It actually (laughs) makes life harder. It makes life harder. And it's already hard enough that I have to watch the Tennessee Titans play football. I've had my fill of adversity. I don't need the Bills don't need any more adversity. I've had it. Matter it, of fact, building up to like this is the year. Like this is supposed to be like for this year right now. Like my mindset is this is the vindication year. Don't you want All it to matter? All that yeah. that has been there, uh, the last playoff game that they played, the entire playoff drought that took an entire generation of fans and made them jaded beyond belief. Don't and now you want the first to earn time it? that yeah? Th- oh, they've earned it. Don't you want it? Don't you want it to matter? Don't you want them to, to fight for it? Have you seen have or Have you seen spoken the rest of the NFL right now? To, it should just be Bill's Chiefs, wrap it up, call it a year. Anybody alive in the city of Buffalo, have you talked to them about what life has been like <laughs> since McKinley got capped? <laughs> we do not need any more adversity. I'm sorry. We don't need any more adversity, but you know what we do need? What? a break That's correct. Uh, because we're going to go ahead and get off of this fever pitch for a moment and talk to the noted jerk himself, Joe Yurden as the Sabres prospect challenge goes on this weekend. Derek Kramer, Corey Griswold. We're hating on the Titans. You can hate along with us right here on WGR. You see, you never going to know what you get until you get it when Corey Griswold is on the board. How can you tell that I'm back at the station? Oh, it's, look, somebody's <laughs> playing a deep cut of Steely Dan. How about that? Hey, you never know what you're getting when Corey's here on the board, and that's what I love about him here. Welcome back to Sports Talk Saturday. Derek Kramer, Corey Griswold, as we're hanging out with you here until 2 o'clock, and of course now joining us as we transition from all the hate-filled vitriol of the Tennessee Titans now to a little bit of Sabres talk, keep it a little back into a calm environment and get less into yelling about literally everything about one franchise. Uh Joe yurden joining us on the western Hotline. Joe, welcome back to STS, my friend.
0: It's nice to be back, Eric. Good to talk to you on this unbelievable Saturday afternoon. I can't believe how nice it is.
1: I mean, this is it we always get it. It's that last hurrah from summer, uh giving us a nice day, giving us you know, the pretty good looks outside and it's warm, but not too overwhelmingly warm. So summer's last hurrah before fall inevitably takes over.
0: I can't wait. I'm, I'm, I'm firmly on team hoodie with, uh, with Jeremy. I, that is my, my season. I can't wait. Yeah. Hoodie short season. So, you know, there's that too.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And of course with hoodie short season comes hockey and Joe, the Sabres prospects challenge, they, Took a 4-3 win over Montreal the other night. And now we go ahead and we see they play tonight against New Jersey's prospects. So what were some of the biggest takeaways you had from Thursday night for the Blue
0: and Gold? Well, I, I'll mention a few guys that I, that I really enjoy watching. Uh, obviously, Matt Savoy is, is a treat. Uh, it was very fun to see how, you know, how quick he is, how, you know, how good he can be with the puck. Uh, how he's you know he he had a chance late in the game where he was he sauced one across you know across the slot to uh, to one of his teammates and just kind of hopped off his stick and they weren't able to get a shot but it was one of those things where if it completes you're like whoa okay it makes you it makes you stop for a second man the, the hot take alarm never 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 ceases here um, the uh, uh, the uh, the other guys that I really enjoyed though were. Uh, Man, I'm sorry. It's fire. I live near a firehouse. It's just, it's
1: just it. our burning hot takes because we just <laughs> murdered the Tennessee Titans last segment. That's all it is.
0: I, listen, hey, I mean, they'll be at the station soon to take care of business. Anyway, <laughs> uh, uh, really, yeah, really liked him, really like Tyson Kozak. Uh, I know he's a seventh-round pick, so a lot of people might think, like, man, I don't know about this guy. 37 goals last year in the WHL. He's... He, Showed that he's a uh, just a tenacious player, very ferocious forechecker. Uh, for and he gets in front of the net, gets gets a tip-in goal, gets another goal. Like uh, You like to see those kinds of things out of some of these guys.
1: Yeah, and Joe, uh, of course, Matt Savoy being the big one there, uh, like the big-ticket item to watch. Uh, the other one that could be playing tonight, maybe, maybe not, Yuri Kulic skating with the team this morning, even though they mm-hmm. wanted to really take it slow with him. Uh, him being out on the ice seems like a big uh potential for him playing possibly one of these games this weekend.
0: Yeah, I don't want to I don't want to mow Paul Hamilton's lawn here, but uh, but yeah, Kulik is in tonight. Uh, he Ooh. is going to play. So, uh, Seth Appert told us that after after practice this morning. So, uh, be very I'm very eager to see him up close and in person because seeing you know seeing watching him on TV at, at World Juniors is one thing, but uh, seeing him, seeing him face to face is going to be very interesting. And uh, he's, I, I, I think there, he's a guy that, I, that a lot of us, man, I man, don't live near a busy street. Let me tell you, um, <laughs> uh, he's a guy that uh, I, I think a lot of us around uh, the media room are are very hyped on because he 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 somehow slipped down the board. He's he's got a ton of talent. Uh, Seth Appert this morning was was complimenting his shot. It's, he, he goes it's a, it's it's one of those shots that just gets right up on you, uh, and it he he kind of he hides it well. So uh, so I'm very very interested to see to see what he looks like tonight. You know Devils Devils don't have you know uh, like a very minor league prospect roster. They, they had a lot of guys that saw NHL time last year. A lot of a lot of uh, AHL guys too. So he's going to get a pretty good test and, a, and an idea. Of what he might be facing this year in uh, in Rochester,
1: uh, of course, because of the makeup of this roster, there's not a lot to really talk about with uh, the defensive side or goaltenders here. Only one name that really has been in the prospect system long enough that Sabres fans can target on the blue line being Oscari Laxinen. Uh, mm. I've heard mixed reviews from uh, his performance on Thursday night.
0: You know, Oscar You know, we were we were talking with Mike Weber yesterday a, a bit about him and you know mike was able uh, to to really pin down what he's you know what he's working on he he says you know the work ethics there he's working hard you know there's it, it's it's been pretty obvious that the part of his game that he needs refinement on is, is the defensive end of things and and honestly for a guy that's that's so strong with his offensive game you know whoever says he's a 40 50 point guy in the AHL which hey that's true um but uh you know the defensive side is something that's that's been a little bit lacking He, you know, first game he got caught wandering a little bit, you know, on a couple occasions, but there's a few other ones where he was able to cut off a rush at the blue line, uh, force guys to dump it in or take the puck off their sticks. So uh, these are things you like to see uh, because as much of a weapon he can be offensively and how good he can be on the power play and all that, you're just not going to get those minutes if you're, if you're unable to contain, you know, contain on defense, because, man it's it's tough you know and we saw a lot of we saw a lot of tough defense out of out of Rochester last season you know the go- goalies were under fire quite a bit and uh so i i want to see Oscari turned around because i i think he's i think his offensive game is is really good and and worth it um but if he's you know if he's having this if he continues to have the kinds of struggles in the dn I can understand. I can understand being a little bit wary of, of how to do things. The competition's going to be a lot tougher on the on the blue line in Rochester this season. So he's got to stay sharp. Joe Yurden joining us here
2: on
1: the Western Hotline. Joe, um, you also got an opportunity on Thursday to watch the first overall pick. And I, mm-hmm. I, I'm going to butcher the first name on that one. But Slikovsky played in this one, and how did he end up looking in this?
0: Yeah, Uri Slavkovsky. uh he's he's a big dude, man. He's he goes about six three, six four. I think he said he weighs about two thirty eight. Um he's he's like Alex Ovechkin size, but uh, his game is is a little bit different. Uh you know, Ovi Ovi uses you know, he always uses his body and his and his shot power uh, and his speed to really put opponents back on their heels. Uh, which we know. I mean, he's got, he's got almost 800 goals. I, mean, I think we know. I think we know what Ove can do. But, um, but, but in Slavkovsky's case, he was. What I saw from him was a guy that was really kind of testing some things out, uh, seeing what he could do, seeing what he could get away with, seeing what you know, and, and what he can do with his game. Uh, you know, there was one occasion where he took he took the puck one on four, uh, going right up going right up against the uh, the, uh, the defense, and it was like, well, I don't know how good that's going to work, and it didn't. But there was another moment where it's a one on three and he was able to kind of turn things around, get the D to back off and make a play out of that. And obviously, you know, he had a beautiful setup for uh, for uh, for Meshar, Philip Meshar, for a uh, for a shorthanded goal where it was just, you know, almost a blind pass that right on the tape. Beautiful play. But, uh, you know, there were some mistakes. There were some turnovers. You know, one of his turnovers turned into a Sabre shorthanded goal. Uh, you know, these, you know it, listen, it'll happen. It'll happen, but I, to me, I saw a, a guy who was really testing what he can do and seeing what he could get away with in, in a game like that, but uh, but sky's the limit for him. I I saw a lot out of him that I understand why he went number one now. Joe,
1: of course, um, a couple of players that I, I'm really interested in uh, looking at their progress this year in Rochester being uh, Linus Weisbach, and uh lucas rusak how did the two of them end up looking uh throughout the night on thursday uh
0: well in Rusek's case he was uh, there was it seemed like he was doing a lot of uh there's a lot of like guiding his his teammates down the ice I, and I mean that in a complimentary way where he was you know he was the solid outlet uh to try to help out you know to, to get those break-ins and whatnot uh, it was a little tough sledding with the with the offense for them for for whatever reason the third and fourth lines on both teams were able to to really to to really get the better scoring chances which I mean hey if your top talent's matching your top talent I guess that's I guess that you can you can take that as a win uh, but I'm going to be very interested uh, to see assuming he's in tonight uh, if Rushek's with uh, Kulik then I am very excited to see what that's going to be like because they've been almost uh, inseparable. Uh, they're basically inseparable today Uh, as kind of expected, you know, they're from the, you know, they're from the same area. So uh, you're, you're kind of expecting that to happen, but um, uh, you know, I I like his game a lot. I think there's, I I think there's, he's going to be somebody I'm watching closely in Rochester this year, because I think, I think there's, there's a, there's a a lot to his game. There's a lot of offense to be had. So um, he's somebody I've got in the back of my mind who might get some games uh, with the big club this year, but we'll see. You know, we'll see. It's it's a long season, but uh, Weiss back, man. He's he's just a solid player. He's just such a good, uh, just a solid guy where he's able to you know to make passes, you know, be involved in plays. You know, he and Savoy had some some pretty good uh, chemistry there in the first game. So I I like his game quite a bit. You know, he he took him a little bit to evolve through Wisconsin, but uh, but he he was very good his last year. Obviously, playing with Cole Caulfield helps, but um but uh but i i want to see him with some good health this year and and you know continue that that solid progression he's been making
1: joe i appreciate uh your insight on this sort of stuff especially for those that couldn't have gone out and watched that game uh on thursday and of course you're going to be there i'd imagine you'd be there and uh paying more attention and giving us plenty yeah. of notes on the good old tweet deck for uh for tonight's game as well
0: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. This this devil team is probably going to be the tougher, uh, tougher of the two teams. Oh, I don't know if they're playing Ottawa. I forget. I don't know what the schedule is. The schedule is all kinds of goofy because you know, Pittsburgh's here, but they're playing one game, but I, I don't know. Um, but yeah, but I'm very eager to see these guys line up against uh, what New Jersey puts out tonight. They had a game last night, so I don't know if it'll be quite the same, but uh, a much more experienced roster. So this is going to be a really good test for for the, for the, uh, the Sabres young guys tonight.
1: All right, Joe, I've asked this of every uh, every guest today. And so I need to ask this of you, even though it's not quite your forte. But mm-hmm. uh, what do you hate most about the Tennessee Titans?
0: Uh, I hate they're not in Houston anymore. That's what I hate about them. I love, the, I love the Oilers, man. And I was a big Warren Moon fan back in the day. And uh, when they moved to Tennessee, I was like, come on, man, can you break? And then they held on to the Oilers' name for a year, and they had the dumb – you know, Tennessee flag, oil derrick logo for a year. I was like, give me a break. And then they, stupid name Titans, get out of here, please. Yes. New York Jets should have slapped them around for taking that. They used to be the Titans. There it
1: is, Joe capturing some of that energy that we had in the last segment right there. I love it.
0: <laughs>
1: Joe, always appreciate you. Tell the good people where to find you, how to hear you, what to look out for.
0: Yeah, you can find me on Twitter, certainly, at Joe Yerdon. J-O-E-Y-E-R-D-O-N. Uh, Maintenance Day podcast every week. I can't say every Monday now because Saber schedule is going to make us do things on different days. So uh, Maintenance Day once a week. Uh, listen to us, and uh, myself and Lance Wasowski. Uh Noted Hockey, you can find me there. Bleacher Report, you can definitely find me there now. Uh, and the uh, McKean's Yearbook coming out very, very, very soon online. So uh, lots of places you can find me. If you want to ignore me, too bad. Sorry, you can't.
1: Exactly. Joe's presence is everywhere. You cannot escape it. Only embrace it. Thanks for taking the time out, brother. Appreciate it, Derek. Thanks, man. Joe Yarden on the Western Hotline. Sabres, Devils tonight. You can hear that here on WGR. Powell Hamilton, Brian Koziel will be on the call for that one. Brayton Wilson will have reports for it on the website as well. As the Sabres take on the Devils in their second of three games that they will be playing in the Prospects Challenge. They also play Monday afternoon at 1 30. If you, hey, if you got the kids getting out of school early because of uh, traffic for the Bills game, they can go down, watch some hockey, and then go watch some football. Take the family. It's a good old time. Tickets $10 if you still want to go down at Harbor Center tonight and on Monday afternoon. We'll put a bow on this segment, I mean, on this hour in the next segment here. We'll see if I get any more hate tweets about the Tennessee Titans. If you got Titans hate, tweet it at Derek Kramer49 at WGR550. We will continue to read them throughout the rest of the afternoon. Derek Kramer, Corey Griswell, we're hanging out with you. Thanks for hanging with us. This is WGR. Welcome back. Sports Talk Saturday, hour number two, about to be in the books. Thank you to Joe Yurden on the last segment here so that he can get my rage and hatred down to normal, acceptable levels. So in case you've missed any of this, hour one, very busy with guests. We had Greg Thompson. We had Matt Bovee. We had John Price. Hour two, we just had Joe Yurden, and you'll be able to hear any and all of these, of course, on our website at WGR550.com when the opportunity comes for us to be able to upload them. Meanwhile, I got another hate tweet. I'm loving this so far today. Um, Oh, actually, better yet, instead of a hate tweet, why don't we get a hate call? I love hate calls about the Titans, of course. If there's any acceptable hate in this world, it's for the Tennessee Titans. That's when you can hate. Like Pete Nangola. Pete, you're on Sports Talk Saturday. What's going on, man?
2: Hey, guys. Love the conversation. Hate the Titans. Hope I can get that rage back up. Woo! Um, Yeah, so here we go. (laughs) So last year, like about 55,000 other Bills fans, I decided to go to the uh, Bills-Titans game in Nashville. Uh, So tickets on secondary market were going for about $250, $300 a pop. Ouch. I'm like, wow, it's pretty steep. So I looked in the Titans' website. They were selling uh, two packs where you could buy one prime game and one regular game. And the prime games were the Bills and the Chiefs games. The regular ones were all the rest of them. So they were about 60 bucks a piece on that. So I'm like, okay, this is a no-brainer. I'll buy the two-pack, and then I'll just resell the other game on Ticketmaster. So I put the other game, it's uh, Titans-Colts, early September game. You know, divisional matchup. Right. Maybe I can even make a profit on that. Um, so I put it on Ticketmaster. About a week in, I get a notification. Apparently, the Titans had the power to lock my Ticketmaster account. Uh, I couldn't transfer any of the tickets. I couldn't sell them. I couldn't do anything with them. The only person that could access them was me if I wanted to go into the game. So I called the Titans. I'm like, hey, what's going on? Like, like what happened to my account? And they just straight up told me, they were like, yeah, like we're doing this because we don't want fans of other teams coming in and taking over our stadium. Uh, and, and then that's it. So I uh, already hated the Titans, but I uh, hate them a lot more now.
1: Pete, we'll get back on the hate train here. Hate, 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 hate.
2: And – of
1: course, here's the big concern for your Titans. Maybe you don't have to worry about that if your team wasn't boring. That's what I got to say about that, Pete. You're absolutely in the right. You want to go watch a football game. You don't want to watch a Tennessee Titans game. You want to watch a good football game from your team. It's just that they happen to be playing the Titans. But, of course... The Tennessee Titans are so bland and boring, there's so many other things that you could do with your time instead of watching Tennessee Titans football where the forward pass goes to die. Stupid Titans. Stupid Titans! (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, Cricket Whistle tweeting in, if not for Vrabel's accidental success, he would have opened a deli in his hometown and be wearing a filthy apron slicing luncheon meats right now. I don't, listen, I don't want to disrespect... (laughs) The hard work that people do in food service, with the disaster that is Titans football, absolutely not. (laughs) There are fewer. There actually there are fewer jobs I respect less than coaches because they demand, especially in the NFL, because they demand people expose themselves to extreme physical risk, especially playing football that destroys the human body, and routinely resort to cowardice like no now we're gonna punt i'm sorry you went out on that third and short and took brain damage but because it's fourth and short and we're in our opponent's territory i will now punt the ball and we might lose because of that decision i'm a head coach you have to respect me like that college head coaches are probably the worst because um at least in the nfl you get paid Yeah, shot into the sun <laughs> but yes i vrabel in his like i don't uh, yeah, no, there's just... smug arrogance for winning nothing. And a couple more before we hit the break here. Matt tweeting in, When the Titans pulled the lateral stuff on the kickoff last year, I've never been more mad. And, of course, they're fake fans buying, uh, paying to win a stupid Twitter poll. <laughs> it's still so ridiculous. I forgot about that. I Whatever they paid to do it, I would have <laughs> uh, taken half the money to help. Like, I'll do it for half. I'll take the money. If you're going to waste terrible, stupid money, pay me, and I'll do it. Pay me. I'll create burner accounts and I'll uh, I'll waste my That's time right. the, instead of wasting like the, your money. The the great twenty twenty two Robert Woods heist like that. Him yes, just, taking Titans money on the side just to not catch passes. Love it. Big fan. MAF tweeting in my extreme dislike for the Titans comes from the home run throwback, of course, and was intensified by Mike Rabel. his absolute arrogance and his desire to be. Little Bill Belichick makes me dislike him immensely. Average team, average coach. Ham sandwich, Tennessee Titans. we got one more hour on the other side here. Sports Talk Saturday. Derek Kramer, Corey Griswold.
0: You're listening to WGR.